Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. morning. How you feeling? Feeling good. Good. Jimmy, I was thinking about this. How many times have you had the... You know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what he's... I have no idea what you're talking about. What we're dealing with right now, how many times have you had it? Constipation? No. Gas? No. You went Being to a, hungover? You went to a bar. COVID? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I do that to your attendant too. <laughs> <laughs> so now Jimmy has to go sober for all of Friday. Right out of the gates. <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm, uh, and I'm recording a podcast with Army Chris and I can't drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was quick. That was easy. You are such a dick. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Best TV show of all time. So you saw the list, right, Grant? Yeah, I did. There was there was a st- uh, survey done on this. It's a, you know what I I was never a Friends fan, so the fact that Friends yeah. is is number one. I don't it, mind Friends, but it's not a yeah the greatest show to me. Well, yeah, but it was very the best popular. show of all time. So Friends was number one. Uh, Seinfeld number two. Game of Thrones number three. Like, mine's not even on the list. That's what's really? bothering me. Yeah. Well, my, the, I think I know what you want you're talking about, because that was in the running for mine as well. But the one I settled on, I was like, this has to be what I consider the greatest show of all time is on the list. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. What was yours then? The Office. Okay. I, I looked at it. How far down was it? One, two, three, four, five, six. It, that's six, six. Best show all time, according to this. Tied with Frasier and Three's Company, though. They both had 36% of the vote, um, which doesn't really make sense. But <laughs> Frasier? Really? Frasier, I really, know. people? People love Frasier. Um, what about, like, Cheers wasn't better than Frasier? I thought it was. Cheers was Cheers 100% is better than Fraser. Yeah, this list is uh, crap. Yeah. Um, Whoever did that for, was on drugs. For me, The Office is, I, I love it. I can watch it over and over again and always find something new to laugh at. Like, there's always little subtle things that I pick up on. It's a comforting show. You know, I put it on at the end of the night while I'm falling asleep or whatever. See, my problem is I don't, I don't really, um, it's not that I don't, like I don't I, 
I don't watch sitcoms. But it's I, I not a have. sitcom like The Office is a sitcom. No, it's um different style though. It's like the what do they call it? Like the camera. It's like they're filming a documentary, moves around. It's Friends. not the stationary is Friends camera. A sitcom? Um oh yeah, definitely. Okay. But Friends is uh what do they call it? They call it like two camera sitcom One or whatever. Camera, three camera. Where the camera's stationary and then there's like where the office is the whole thing and they're filming a like documentary. A fake documentary. Yeah, and that's the kind of set off a thing where they did a lot of shows like that. Seinfeld's number two. Yeah. I can I'd wrap agree with my that. head around people saying Seinfeld because I loved Seinfeld. It it's it's one of the few sitcoms I actually that drew me in. Yeah. We watched it on a weekly basis when it was out. I actually started rewatching it too, and it kind of holds up because they just recently put it up on Netflix. So occasionally I'll throw it on mm-hmm. and just have it in the background because I don't have to pay attention to it because I've seen them all before. Yeah. Mine is Breaking Bad, and the fact that it's not on the list, like The Wire's on the list, Sopranos is on the list. The fact that Twin Peaks. What's going on with Breaking Bad? Like, why wouldn't that have made the top 20? A lot of people didn't like Breaking Bad. Really? It angers me when people say they don't like it, but I do know a lot of people that are like, it was too slow, couldn't get into it. Yeah. Wow. Like, that is one of... Didn't your wife not get into it? No. But she doesn't like, um, uh, like, really violent stuff, right? See, a lot of people just didn't like it for that reason. But this is a list of the best TV shows of all time. You'd think it would have popped up in the top 20, no? You'd think it would be ahead of Bob's Burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Big Brother's on this list. Big Brother. Sex in the City. Well, that was popular. That's true. All right, so we're doing our own list here on The Locker Room because I was annoyed by this list. Uh, 780-989-0957. Best, your favorite TV show of all time. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. We're doing best TV show of all time. We'll get to the texts. We got a ton coming in already. Yeah. Uh, 780-989-0957. But we didn't deal with you, Jimmy. So what nerd show did you want to... Uh, can I guess? Can I guess yours? Sure. This one's on your list. Oh, hang on. I had a sound effect tied on. Yeah, here we go. Some some Star Trek? It's on my list, but I think probably the best one of all time that should be on that list is Big Bang Theory. It's got a little bit of romance to it. It's good. It's comedy. It's got some nerd. It's got nerd. (laughs) You know he hates that show. I did. It was a very it was a very popular show. The problem I had with that show. Is you was, have no taste. What? No, hold on. Hold on. You're allowed to like it. The boss is allowed to like it. But when people say it was the greatest sitcom of all time, that's when I was getting angry. Because then I would go, okay. Like, okay, uh, the, the Shit's Creek you're, conversation. You're, you're hold t- on. No, no, no. Let me finish. Let me finish. The Shit's Creek conversation. When anybody ever said to me, that's a good show. They didn't say, it's the greatest show I've ever seen. Oh, my God. If you don't watch it, you're crazy. Like, I liked Schitt's Creek, but I watched it like, uh, I got a couple minutes here. I'm going to watch an episode. Yeah. But but you judge. No, hold on. No. And it did okay. It did okay. It did great. It It won all the awards that one year. It got a bunch of recognition when people started to catch on to it down in the States. But nobody ever pulled me aside and told me I was an idiot if I didn't like Schitt's Creek. So when I watched it, I knew it wasn't for me. But there was a couple of laughs, and yeah. I kind of got it. 
Big Bang Theory, people like him were, would go on and on and on and on about how brilliant it was, and then I'd watch it, and I'd get angry. I Big was, Lebowski, same thing. No, Big Lebowski is one of the funniest movies ever made. Yeah, see, that that's, drove me crazy. You, as soon as someone says, as soon as someone says, it's the best show of all time, and... You don't like it. All of a sudden, it's crap. No, the no, same no, no. thing. You're is, not listening. Same as uh, you know, uh, Big Lebowski. The, like the you, Big Lebowski is it? Is it okay? Movie? It's not it, one of the greatest movies of, of all time. It's, it's not. Time. Great it is great movie. It is not. It does not deserve kudos like that. Yes, and that's it does. what makes me angry. Just because you don't think it does, that's why you think that. I am not alone in this. It, oh, you that's, found somebody on the internet yeah. to agree with you. <laughs> yeah, like no people agree with me if. If it's not a great show, how did it last so many years? Tell me that. The big because the of people big like you. Theory. Because the there's a lot is, of people like me that like this show. Just because you doesn't like it, the, you doesn't. <laughs> you doesn't. <laughs> the bar's low. That's all I'll say. The locker room topic of the day. Best TV shows of all time. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. We're getting some that aren't on that list that we were just talking about as well. Yeah. So there was a study done or a survey done, and this one didn't make it. David said, "Sons of Anarchy." That's worth it's a, a conversation. Show. I enjoyed that one. The, the one th- I um, I fell off with. I still haven't watched the final season. Oh, I, really? You know what? I think that I got to. I got to the the episode just oh, before they introduced Marilyn Manson. Oh, okay. And he was because, creepy in that because I never did see him in it. And I started watching. It was seven seasons, right? Um, yeah, seven seasons. Okay. Yeah. So seven seasons, I, I made it to the end I, of six, and then it just got too much. It got really violent, and a lot of people didn't like that. Like, it got really, really, I mean, it was always a violent show, but I, got, I liked it. Yeah. It, did, it wasn't as good towards the end, but no, a few shows are. Yeah, a few shows were uh, ever sort of hang on to that, yeah. that that initial sort of excitement you get when you watch the first couple of seasons. But I, you know what? Sons of Anarchy is worth a conversation yeah. for a top 20 list, for sure. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Best TV show of all time. What do we got? Uh, anything but The Locker Room. George! It's TV show. I'm not, I thought you meant radio show. <laughs> Oh, yeah, geez. What what does George watch? Yeah, what do you watch? George gets home from Kitimat. He sits on his couch, cracks open a Budweiser, lights a dart. What's he watching? If sports isn't on, what do you, what do you, because you're a big football fan. Yeah, right now, uh, I'm going through, I'm watching right now, Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Hightown. I I finished watching that East Mayor of... uh, Oh, Mayor of Easttown? With Kate Winslet. That was pretty good. I texted you that the other day, right? Yeah, George, you sent that in. I I still haven't watched that one. I enjoyed that one. That's good? It's actually not bad. It's actually not bad. Who's the actress in Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually not bad. It's more, you know, about real life stuff. Not a lot of these movies that are kind of like, I hate soap operas. And a lot of times, these regular shows... They turn into a soap opera at night. Yeah. Well, that's what's happening a bit with Yellowstone. It, it's it's getting mm-hmm. into the Dallas kind of. It's a little too yeah. soap opera. I shouldn't say yeah, that. You know, they have these good shows that start off with a great idea. Yeah. And I guess the idea lasts for a while. Yeah. And it's popular, so they just go yeah. to the start. Getting well, everybody involved in relationships and all that shit. There's even a you know who shot I mean? JR moment in the in Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they pull out all the stops. I enjoyed Yellowstone, but I don't know if it's 
best show of all time conversation. No, no. like people before I watched it would tell me, oh, it's like Breaking Bad, and mm, it's not. But yeah, it's like a West uh, Cal- uh, version of soap opera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the first season uh, again, first season was awesome, <laughs> sucked me in, and then you ruined. I, I'm not even going to say. I don't want to. Beth, you, <laughs> you ruined Beth for me. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day: seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. We're talking best TV shows of all time, and this one was on the list that was released. It's coming a bunch on text mash. Yeah, I remember. I remember Huge when show. the. F- I don't remember being a big fan. I was pretty young when this was out. Mm-hmm. I don't remember like it, watching this a lot when I was a kid. But I remember when they did the finale. It was in the mid '80s when it, it was the most watched show. It's still the most watched series finale of all time. Is it? Yeah, I was gonna say because the world shut down. Yeah, it's still the most watched. Like I, I watched it. I still watch that show. Like I'm on. Season. What's it on? It's on Disney Plus. It's oh, okay. Because when they bought Star or they took over Star, they got all their shows, and that's one of them. Okay. All right. Mash, definitely a conversation. Mm-hmm. There was a. Um, it was funny, but there was. It was heartfelt too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Had it. You're in the. The locker topic of the day on 95.7 Cruise FM. Well, that was a little more than I wanted to do there. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. We're doing the uh, best TV show of all times. Mad Men came in, and and I have to agree. Set des- this is what the text said: set design, props, costumes, all secondary to clever and subtle writing. I I've rewatched Mad Men several times. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. I've never sure. watched that show. I've never. Uh, I tried a couple of times to get into it, and it didn't. See, so, the, the didn't thing about me. Mad Men is, I love it. Oh, like I, I think it is so clever, so subtle. Yeah. But like, I would never really recommend it to people because yeah. it is slow. It does take a while to catch on to it because it's not a lot happening in it. Yeah. Um. I I thought I was watching Boardwalk Empire when I watched it. Right. So I was waiting for Steve Buscemi to show up, and, and then he- all of a sudden I was six episodes in, <laughs> and I realized, oh, this is a different show, but I'm kind of enjoying it. <laughs> I think I remember you telling me that yeah. story. I, th- I had a friend that um, loved that show, loved, loved, yeah. and, he, and he said when it ended, he he had like he went through like uh, mourning. Yeah, it was like I don't know. There's something about that show that gets into huh. your life almost. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Don Draper. Where are you? And then uh, Fresh Prince Bel Air came in a few times as well. All right, Grant, you want to do a little? <laughs> They're doing a drama version of it. They this. are. That's coming out. Yeah. yeah. Dramatic read. Now this is a story all about how my life got turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute to sit right there and tell you how it became called Bel Air. That's fantastic. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Best TV show of all time. Audrey said Survivor. Did that come in more than once? Um, that was the only time I saw it on our text line. I'd be very curious. Ask Audrey if she's seen all the seasons. Because where are we at right now, Jimmy? 42 seasons. It's been out since 2000. And they did two a year, right? Was I, I watched the Hatch, very first one. Richard Hatch, he won the first one. 
Was he the first winner? Yeah. I watched that season and I never watched it again. Like I never I watched I, I the first watched season. I remember I remember the idea like really being like this sounds cool like leave him on an island and see yeah. what happens but then I remember watching it and being like, oh, they're just, it's just a bunch of drama and fighting. Pro, and- Prost, Chris, what is it? The, the, the host? Oh, yeah. What's his name again? Um, Google it. Jeff Probst. Jeff. Pops, yeah, Probst. Prost. Yeah. Prost, I think. Yeah. He's good, though. Well, yeah. How old what is he? What a job must, to have, hey? He must be like 70 now, eh? <laughs> He was a young man when that show started. <laughs> yeah. He's around your age. He's 60. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling that out a lot. Like I know. Though. There you go. Thank you, Jimmy. We got we'll do, we got time for one more. Baywatch came in a couple times from Redbeard and from uh, Scuba Steve. You know, I watched that show because the acting was so great. You know, I it was award-winning acting. Didn't you like David Hasselhoff? Pam and Tommy is out right now. It's on Disney Plus. So I promised I would give you a bit more of a breakdown on that. It's good. It's um is it better? Tell me this. Is it better than the movie The Dirt oh, on Netflix? A hundred a hundred times. Okay. Because that was the worst movie I've ever seen. It's kitschy. This is kitschy as well. Mm. But I think I think it's like I think Tommy Lee and Pam are like that. We're like that in real life, right? You know what I mean? Like it's over the top. But the more I watched it, because I watched two episodes, and um, the whole time I was thinking, people aren't like this. This can't like this, this isn't, isn't a real clear, life thing. But it might be because they had so much money. You know what I mean? Right. I think I don't think. And I don't want to be disparaging to Pam because she's a Canadian, but I don't know if she's the brightest person on the planet. Okay. So that representation of her on screen from that actress might be lots of nudity, too. Not that Is that's, oh, not that that's the... Okay. Uh, you, you just sold me. Anyway, it's a, there's a scene where Tommy Lee is standing in front of the mirror and he's having a conversation with his penis. Yeah, that, I remember talking about that. And the, who's the guy that voices his penis? He's a he's a comic. You'd recognize his voice. He was in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, Jason Mantzoukas. Oh my God, it's hilarious. Yeah, I would love the, to have that on my. He's I, like the perfect person to my, voice. My uh, DMB, IMDb, or whatever the yeah. hell it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was Tommy Lee's penis in Pam and Tommy. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. I saw this yesterday. It was a list of the top twenty best TV shows of all time based on some that they did down in the States. Friends was at the top of the list. It was an odd list. Anyway, we did a uh, discussion this morning about your favorite TV show of all time. Did our own, yeah. A bunch of people um, named stuff that didn't come in. Some odd stuff, but some stuff that should have maybe been on the list. Um, yeah, I'll just run through th- some things we didn't mention yet. Rob said Workaholics. Um, Shameless came in. Shameless is a great show. Shameless is a great show. Altered Carbon. Have you seen that one? No. It's a Netflix show. It's pretty good. Sci-fi. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's pretty good. All in the Family. Oh, wow. Oh. (laughs) Great show. Viking Joe said Highway to Heaven. Highway to Heaven. What's that? Good old Michael Landon. Michael Landon, where he's an angel. That was his follow-up to uh, Little House on the Prairie. But he was an angel, and he was here to help. uh, Uh, Little House on the Prairie never came in. No. 
Also, yeah. that's where Jason Bateman started. Did you know that? That was. He was 10 when he <laughs> yeah. was in that. Yeah. Uh, Peaky Blinders. The oh, Peaky, Peaky Blinders. blinders. Uh, Rob said the Big Bang Theory. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Band of Brothers came in. Great show. That is a great show. Um, yeah. Golden Girls from Serena. <laughs> Chips. Oh, Chips doesn't get enough credit. That Buff- was a great TV show. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Did Slayer. Did A-Team come in? A-Team never came in. No, no. what's wrong with you people? Uh, Cheers came in. Uh, yeah. The Simpsons from Sailor Rob. I can't, the Simpsons was a close, almost my favorite for me. The Simpsons I, made, yeah. I don't know if they're in the top ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They're nine. They are in the yeah. top ten. Yeah. Um, we had Gilligan's Island from Ryan McQueen. <laughs> um, it's Somebody said it's a tie between Star Trek and MacGyver. Okay. <laughs> the Tommy Hunter Show. That's, That's for funny. the least to get all the country artists. Um, yeah. I think, wasn't Tommy Hunter, is he, isn't he Canadian? I can't Isn't remember, but, but his show came out around the same time as you had the Barbara Mandrell show okay, and, um, and, and all that. Where It was a lot of those variety shows where you had yeah, musical yeah, artists. Tommy Hunter, was, show. He, Tommy Hunter was known as Canada's country gentleman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was a Canadian, yeah. Um, we had Letter Kenny came in from Kane. <laughs> it's okay. Um, WKRP in Cincinnati and Worth Call the Midwife. And uh, then we had um, this one, Sam, in Fort Saskatchewan, said, the remake of Battlestar Galactica. You that just, actually it, made that, the list on this top 20. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't I, make that up, Jimmy. That's a text. I actually, honestly, I, I love that show. I, I like really the, the do. The remake was way better, too, oh, than the absolutely. original. Yeah. <laughs> He's having a bad day today. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Before you locked down uh, Mac, you were using uh, your friend's dog as as dating bait, weren't you? <laughs> um, I never really thought about it that way, um, but a lot of people do do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. It's like the right? fish photos people do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a strategy on Tinder or whatever. Dating. Yeah, there was a thing on where well, there was a study about pets and pet owners. Yeah. And they said about two thirds of people, um, 65% of people are more likely to swipe right on someone with pet photos in their dating app profile. What about a dude with a cat? That's got to be a red flag. No, I don't know. Some women are into cats, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. I that seems like to me, like, yeah, t- guys with cats. Ugh. I don't know about that. I'm not even yeah, going to be your I friend. Yeah, I can't be friends with guys. And, <laughs> women with cats is a different, but guys with cats. I have a couple friends that are shady. Like oddly into cats. And yeah. Like they, they both have two cats. They're both married, but like they're really into their cats. So I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get cats. I, I've never. I, I don't just, understand cats at all. It's, never especially guys that like have multiple you. cats. Yeah, they don't. Well, like Positive Mike has yeah. like six. I know. They that's don't, weird. They don't like you. They don't want anything to do with you. You're there just to feed them. Yeah. Like, they don't have personality. Anyways, um, this, this is where uh, the next thing. More than seven in ten pet parents would see a red flag if their potential partner didn't treat their pets like family. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. This is all about relationships uh, yeah. and about about owning pets. 
It was, um, yeah, about owning pets, too. What do you think about this one? This one wasn't relationships, but three in five people think leaving a pet in a crate all day would be a major no-no. So you go to work, you crate your dog. Um, and yeah. 52% of people said they were against pets not being allowed on furniture. Yeah, we tried that. We tried that rule. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people, before they get a dog, are like, the dog won't be on furniture. It won't sleep in our bed. And then they get the dog, and they're like, get up here, buddy. Come sit on the couch with me. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, we gave up on the couch thing. That was the first sort of, well, we're losing this battle. And then the bed thing um, was sort of second. That mm-hmm. kind of, he now sleeps in the bed. Not not at night, but yeah. yeah. Like if Deb goes out, like last night or uh, Wednesday night, she went curling. Okay, and I crashed. Yeah, and the dog was in the bed with me. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all these rules we had. They're there's all gone. Even, like there's even been he, conversation about a second dog now. He runs the house though. Like he. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's it, completely destroying and, it. And, and then sixty-seven uh, percent of people said they would try harder to make up with their partner. So if they were breaking up or whatever. They would try harder to make up with their partner if there was shared pets. Wow. <laughs> Stay together for the dog. <laughs> Pointless Star Wars facts, Nick Cage movie reviews, you can depend on it. What you won't hear this morning is anything about the Rona. It's COVID-free Friday on The Locker Room. 95.7 Cruise FM. This is the Grunt Report with Grant Johnson. The opening ceremonies for the Beijing Winter Olympics happening this morning. Uh, One of my favorite things about the opening ceremonies is when the countries are walking in with their flags and I get to play the, have I heard of that country before? (laughs) Is that one new? Seriously, every Olympics, there's like 10 countries I've never heard of. Do they just keep adding new ones or something? Uh, it's once again time for me to make my plead as well to Dick Pound, the head of the Olympics. Uh, Mr. Pound, it's not too late to add one average person to each Olympic event. Yes. And then you let them go first so we can compare ourselves to these Olympic athletes. Normally, I would prefer the Winter Olympics, you know, over the Summer Olympics. Winter would be my favorite. That's mostly because of the hockey. You know, watching Mario Lemieux let a pass from Pronger go between his legs to Paul Correa, who scores just a beauty goal. You can't get that anywhere else. But this year, there's no NHLers in the Winter Olympics. Instead, we have uh, Chris from Division 8, who is normally the starting center on the San Jose Sharks. Uh, he's in the Olympics this year because I got a little desperate. So it looks like I'm just going to have to get really into the biathlon. Sitting on the couch, eating my Pringles, criticizing Dominic Lattertingers, his rifle shooting. Shoot straighter, idiot! The Grant Report brought to you by our merchandise. Show your love of gondolas today with a Build the Gondola shirt. With your support, Edmonton can be a gondola city. Click the link on any of our social media to purchase. And now, Nerd News with James P. White, the first. So the Sony version of Marvel, because they have the rights to Spider-Man movies, so it they're... 
they're not necessarily Disney. They're, this is they, about to get confusing, isn't it? No. So, so, so this year, are we? Do we need to go down this path? No, I'm just because uh, this is a it's a Sony announcement. But they they said for the next Spider-Man movie, uh, Dakota Johnson is actually be playing Madam Web. So she's Madam Web. She's you get a superhero. You get a superhero. You get a superhero. Oh, you got some name recognition. Okay, we'll make you up a superhero for you. Too. She's and your female Spider-Man she's now. You're basically. Moon Bum. <laughs> it's Moon Knight. Okay. Um, no, she's a defender basically, of the moon. Basically, she's like a psychic that uh, has superpowers and helps Spider-Man kind of thing. All right. And is it going to be in a... Sp- it's in a Spider-Man movie? And it's going to she- be in an upcoming Spider-Man movie. She likes for a little less than M? Or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, speaking of that, so Dakota Johnson is playing Madam Web. Yeah. And... You know, last week I had to watch uh, Fifty Shades of Grey yeah, for Midget yes. at the Movies. Sasha was uh, the Midget at the Movies contributor. She picked that. And, yeah. and you know what's the funny thing about that? I watched the third one of the movies yesterday. You're into it, hey? <laughs> and, you know... It's awoken something in Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, it's always been there for Jimmy. But... Yeah. But the the end of the movie of Fifty Shades, uh, 50 Shades Freed okay. uh, is linked to my fetish. I'll leave it at that. So they get dressed up as babies? No. So the weird thing about the Fifty Shades, though, is that in the movies, he is like the one that's like, do this, don't do this, right? Jimmy's fetish is more a woman bossing him around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're more of the Dakota Johnson. You're more of a Dakota Johnson. In, in oh, yeah. If I was told, it, if someone told <laughs> me. You know what? <laughs> if, if we so, can just stop. If someone told me, stand there, I'll win like you. Music. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. You're feeling a little bit blue, a little bit down. You might want to actually eat something to get your uh, your mood back up, to boost your mood. Hangry? Is that what this is? No, I, I, I think <laughs> I that's... I get hangry. Yeah, I know. I've, we've seen it. <laughs> no, uh, this is something different. I think this is, uh, this is actual f- foods with their chemical makeup will have an impact on your, on your mood. Mm. So the first one was eggs. Uh, there's something about the um, you know what's in eggs. I guess it's a vitamin D or something. Yeah. Um, so because there's a link between vitamin D and depression, right? So yeah. a lack of vitamin D. So when you eat eggs, you're getting some of that, and it helps. I eat eggs almost every day. Yeah. Your wife was telling me that you eat eggs like five, six times a week at least. I have eggs. I'll ha- I'd have eggs every morning. I, if I the had only, time in the morning, yeah. I'd make bacon and eggs every. See, morning. the only time I eat eggs is the weekends because I'm not eating breakfast at home. Right, I'm not going to bring eggs and you know, Jimmy's hot plate into the studio or <laughs> scramble them. So I'd rip up a couple of eggs. We should we get, should get a hot plate. Yeah. Why don't we have a hot plate? We got a toaster and a George Foreman <laughs> grill or an electric frying pan. Can you cook eggs on a George Foreman? They would run off. Not right? the worst thing. Just I'm, put a plate underneath. <laughs> I guess you could get it really hot, and then maybe they'd stick to it when you crack it. But I would have eggs every morning. If so I could. the other thing is citrus fruit. Yeah, is apparently really good. Vitamin C, obviously. Um, the vitamin C maybe. Uh, this one, I- I've heard this before that chocolate has. Mm-hmm. There's some properties or something within chocolate that can impact your your it's, mood. It says chocolate. They think it might stimulate the release of endorphins. Okay. 
So that's why it makes you feel happy when you bite into chocolate. A little chunk of chocolate. Away yeah. we go. Right? Um, kombucha. Kombucha. Next. Do you drink these? No, I don't like kombucha. Uh, I don't like them either. Yeah. My daughter, uh, like, she was going through a was trendy for a while phase in the summer. And I tried a couple of them. Like, she had them in the fridge. They're expensive. They too. are expensive. I know. What is it? They um, smell like feet. It's like a fermented something or other. Yeah. Okay. Because I know that they, they got a little bit of alcohol on them too, right? Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Because they're, they, they're fermented, right? They're saying that I that one might most fermented. be a, a placebo effect. They're not. They're not saying why kombucha helps out the mood. But anyway, mm. this one's interesting, and I think this one is just because everyone loves pizza. Well, how does it not make you happy, right? <laughs> I'm so happy eating pizza. <laughs> unless it's unless it's the Pizza Hut buffet, and I'm on like slice sixteen, then you're and then there's just a lot of shame, <laughs> right? But those first couple slices, I'm very happy. Yeah. So pizza was on the list. So the sixth and final food uh, that you can eat if you would like to impact your mood in the day is beans. 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 They were beans, saying beans, beans the or fruit. or even the more you eat. <laughs> Peas, lentils, anything like Any that. Any kind. Is there something There's in there? There's n- numerous nutrients that help lift your spirits. I've been eating a lot of beans lately. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I don't know if I have enough beans in my life, to be honest with you. Should add some more beans in But there's life. so many different kinds of beans. Like, there's the, the big beans, and then there's lentil beans. There's, uh, and I'm a big, I've become really big on the lentils. <laughs> I like the chili. I, like I yeah, like a bean, amazing. like the chili bean. I, I like. I'm a big fan of. That's a uh, kidney bean, by the way. That's a kidney bean. All right. Yeah. No. I beans. There you go. So we should review here quickly. What were the six again, Grant? Um, it was. I already closed it. Okay, I got it. <laughs> eggs. Uh, eggs. It was citrus fruit. Citrus fruit. Chocolate. Chocolate. Kombucha and pizza. And pizza and beans. There you go. There you go. If you if you need a boost Combine in your mood. Into a blender. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I didn't read much past the headline of this. So he he made Meta public? Is that what it is? He took it to the stock market or whatever? I think it already was. Was it? Okay. Yeah, Facebook already was. Then what was, it the, what was the significance the of yesterday? Um, so yeah, Mark Zuckerberg's fortune plunged by $31 billion yesterday. <laughs> the biggest ever st- stock market loss. It's because they unveiled their... Their yearly, quarterly numbers, whatever that was. Oh, And the company's not on track to where they should have been, so it caused the stock to crash. Um, Some of the problems, for the first time ever, um, Facebook's daily active users actually dropped. So the first time in 18 years that Facebook's around, that actually happened. Um, Wow. They also are having problems. What I was reading is... People are turning on social media right now, right? You know how Apple... Um, unveiled that thing, that app, where now if you go to an app or a website or whatever, it'll ask you to allow it to track you. Yep. That is causing Facebook to lose billions of dollars. Because Facebook, how they make their money is they follow you around the internet yeah. and then they sell your information to companies. And with this new div- this new uh, thing okay. from Apple, this I think they call it like a transparency thing. Yeah. Um, it's most people are saying, no, I don't want you to track me. And it's causing Facebook to lose like billions of dollars, millions of dollars, whatever I it is. I don't know if I feel bad about it. No, I don't feel bad yeah, about that I at all. Feel bad. He's still probably one of the richest men in the world. He's still one of the richest men in the world. Even though he lost 
are his, his overall his, wealth. So what he lost yesterday is the equivalent to the annual GDP of Estonia. <laughs> 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 well, I've said this before. So he's still worth over ninety billion. Our idea of what social media is 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 really shifting. Yeah, and um, what we've been going through over the last little while, I think, is a big part of it. But for me, I, this this was significant for me. Right, years ago in radio, there was this movement to get people to to buy into social media. And I remember the first big conversation we had about it was back, like, I, I don't know when, it doesn't matter. But there was, I was working in, on a radio station where there was some older uh, announcers, some yeah. older jocks, right? And um, it, it was a meeting to convince everybody that, you know what, listen, you should probably get on Facebook. And so there was this meeting and they were trying to show how, you know, how positive it was to to be to have that connection with your audience. Yeah. So we were sitting there, and they had consultants brought in. And I remember one of the jocks. I've told you who it is. Yeah. Went ah, this whole Facebook thing's just a fad. <laughs> It'll be gone next week, kind of thing. They fired him, literally three weeks later because he wouldn't use it he was gone <laughs> and i remember thinking okay well maybe i'll learn about this whole social that's media a, thing that's why you should learn tiktok <laughs> i'm not start doing, doing dancing ones well, with now, your daughters now we have this thing in radio where if somebody goes you know makes an announcement and this is it's all done for publicity it's just crap they'll they, like some we've seen this in our company too where where jocks will announce i'm taking a break from oh, yeah, social the media worst. i'm gonna be off of it for the whole summer uh, and yeah. then everyone's like good for you <laughs> you that is so your mental health is going to improve so much but they always now. have to announce it yeah they yeah. always gotta <laughs> tell you about it. it's the worst so anyway that's where we're at now we're at a at a point where it used to be pushed on us just looking at it from a radio perspective yeah. and and now it's celebrated when oh you're such a big person for, <laughs> for walking away from this nightmare i think it's because it is kind of toxic it for is. some people, depending on how you it, use it. Because there's a lot of it because of how yeah. fake our business can be. But yeah. there's a lot of people that they go through their feed or whatever, you know, all these different people's posts and they read all the negative crap out there. Yeah. And, you know, dealing with it's you not know, what we're dealing with right now or with whatever else. It can else. be very... If somebody's already got some problems and then they go on Facebook and it's negativity and everything else. You know what? Listen, I have some advice for it. If you, if you're the type of person that has negative interaction on social media, mm -hmm. uh, here's what you should do. Cause I've done this. Yeah. Look at how you're responding to things and mm -hmm. what you're responding to. Because I find, for me, and, and I, I've been trying this lately, rather than engage somebody on... Because so a lot of people are g trying to goat you into yeah. a, a fight or something, to, a, a disagreement, right? Like yeah. our good friend Sam Steele. Yes, exactly. So he's looking, he gets up every morning looking for an excuse to be angry. Mm -hmm. So he goes on his Facebook and, and finds it. If, if he's it, not deleted. It, it, well, if he hasn't been kicked off. If he's not on arrest. <laughs> 
Facebook jail for a week or whatever it is um, for posting something racist. Yeah. So if you are that type of person that has a lot of that in your life and it's causing you anxiety, and again, I'm not suggesting that social media isn't the problem. I'm suggesting that if you adjust how you respond to things Mm -hmm. and if you stop responding to certain things, it might help. It's helped me a, a lot. Because now when I when I see something, and, and not only that, half the stuff out there is bots. Yeah. They're just trying especially to Especially on Twitter. You. Yeah. They're, it's they're, literally bots that are designed to try to get you to argue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and if you don't really look into it, which you, who has the time? Yeah. And you might be fighting with some guy in a, a warehouse guy or in a computer program. Melvania. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.